Hey boss, did you know that we're always hosting live hangouts, boss webinars, in-person meetups, and vacations? We're also creating a lot of content over here at Being Boss, and we don't want you to miss out on a thing. The best way to stay updated is by joining our newsletter list. Just go to www.beingboss.club where you can learn more about our in-person and online events, sign up for our newsletter, and never miss out on a thing. This mini-sode of Being Boss is brought to you by 2020, where creators get authentic stock photos. Tired of using staged images that don't fit your social blog or website? 2020 has millions of real-world photos proven to increase your sharing and engagement rates, all available under a simple royalty-free license. And they're offering listeners of Being Boss a five-photo free trial. To start yours right now, go to 2020.com slash being boss. That's the word 20, then 20.com slash being boss to get five free photos. All right, Caitlin, what are we chatting about today? Well, you two have been doing quite a few photo shoots and video shoots over the years, and I would venture to call you guys photo shoot model pros. At this point. So Okay. <laughs> yeah, when can we when can we officially take on the title model? Model? I'm bestowing it upon you now. <laughs> I mean, how many photo shoots do you have to do to be able to call yourself a model? Right? I think you have to be hired as a model. <laughs> have you ever seen that skit designer slash model? No. Okay, well, you all know I so badly want to be a model that I got my yep. friend. I, I've auditioned for America's Next Top Model yep. and lost. I mean, I didn't even get on it. I didn't lose. I didn't get on it. Anyway, my friends at ShopGood hire me as a model sometimes. So model. So I'm a go. model. Okay, I just anyway. model for myself. So I'm here to share my modeling experience and how to be really <laughs> how to comfortable find... during a shoot, how yes. to look good during a shoot. Okay. How to find a good photographer or videographer, and then maybe how to best utilize that material for your business after the fact. So I think we can start with photographer-videographer, because we always find ours by just finding photographers and videographers that we like. So Instagram, I feel these days, makes this super easy, and that you can find photographers and see vast amounts of their work super easily, just on your smartphone, right yeah, on the and train, like, or whatever you're doing. Recommendations from friends. So look at photos that your friends have had taken and ask them who took your photos, and then make sure that the style resonates, because there's a lot of photographers, and a lot of them have different styles, so you want to make sure that not only does your aesthetic match up or line up with what they're shooting, but also that there's chemistry there as well. Like that can go a really long way whenever it comes to making or breaking a photo shoot. We always shoot with people that we enjoy being with for a certain amount of time um, because that definitely matters and it shows in your photos. For sure. And I also have to say, whenever it comes to traveling for photo shoots, I prefer traveling to a photographer as opposed to one coming to me or us meeting in a third location um, because they're going to know where the best places are to go. If you're all going to a new place that none of you, that neither of you have been, then finding those places that are going to make good photos is really difficult. Um, so either finding someone local to you and staying where you are or going to a photographer, I think is better than a photographer for coming to you or are you both going somewhere new altogether? And if you are going somewhere new altogether, make sure to scout out locations or even hire a producer that's local to the area that can take you to all the best places. For sure. 
And then beyond that, whenever it comes to, I guess, more of getting ready for the photo shoot, Kathleen and I are always really good about sending mood boards over to, especially photographers. Maybe we're not so great with this with videographers because that's can that's such a different medium, I guess. It can make that really difficult. We're really good about putting together a nice Pinterest board of some headshot styles that we like or some vibes that we like or whatever it may be, some composition of photos that we uh, that we want to bring home for our brand. So putting together a really relatively easy mood board can go a long way for you getting the look that you want. Also, I think it's really important to hire a stylist. It's not really important. If you have some clothes that you know that you look good and feel good in, that's really great. But I recently hired a stylist just for our New Orleans vacation to dress me every single day to pick out my outfits. And that way it was just one less thing I had to worry about. It made packing super easy. But I think it's definitely worthwhile to hire a stylist but to put together a couple of looks for your shoot, as well as a makeup artist. Like if you don't like doing your own makeup, Find a makeup artist in the same way that you would find a photographer or anything else um, by asking around and seeing whose makeup you like and hiring someone. You're always going to feel a little bit more overdone on a shoot versus like everyday makeup. So that's another thing that's worthwhile to get. Sure, or at least it can be. I've actually had some feedback from friends lately who have not enjoyed having a hairstylist or a makeup artist come into their photo shoots. Um, and whether that's because no one was prepared enough to really know what was going to happen or because they just felt like they could have done it better themselves. Like I'm definitely one of those people. I would rather do my hair and makeup myself and know that I'm going to do it exactly the way I want it than to have someone that I haven't had that relationship with just sort of come in and do hair and makeup. Like I'm even one of those people where whenever I go get my hair cut by the girl that I love who cuts my hair, I'm usually going to go home and refix my hair just because I know I can fix it better than anyone else can, or at least in the exact way that I want it. So for that, it just, whether you are hiring a hairstylist or a makeup artist, or you're doing it yourself, I think totally depends on the kind of person you are. If you know you can do it exactly the way you want it, do it yourself. Um, Or if you know you want someone to help you, hire someone. It also depends on your budget. And again, like if you can have a test run of makeup and hair, I mean, just like, I don't know, a lot of people hire hairstylists and makeup artists for their wedding days. I'm not one of those people. And I've been married twice, did it myself. So um, I have always DIY'd it more so because of budget. But lately, I've been into the idea of hiring people that I trust and whose style I like to help me out with those things. Okay, so then let's talk about day of shoot. I think it's really important to have an itinerary put together. And no matter how small your shoot is, if it's anything over like an hour, I think it's a really good idea to put down locations, phone numbers. I like having a clipboard with my mood board on it, having a checklist of shots. Um, Making sure that your photographer knows how you're going to be using your photos is huge too. So For example, in our most recent photo shoot, we knew that we were going to be using these photos for the book. So we had all of them shot vertically. And then we realized like, oh, wait, we could have been using these for our website as well. But all of our photos are vertical. So it's not working as well on our website. We're having to crop in on things. So I would say get a variety of vertical and horizontal shots that you could also crop down into a square for Instagram whenever it comes to thinking about how you're going to use your photos and having that conversation with your photographer before the shoot, whether that's day of, like just connecting in the morning. And most great photographers 
get it. Like they don't need advance warning that you need horizontal and vertical photos. Um, so I think that that's a conversation to have with the person in the morning before you shoot. For sure. And then other than itinerary, it's just showing up and doing it. And this can also depend greatly on your own comfort. Kathleen and I show up just the two of us and we do the thing and we're really good about just showing up and giving it our all and then leaving and crashing later. Um, but I do know people who need someone else there with them. I imagine if I were doing a photo shoot by myself, like having someone off screen to like make sure my hair is not in my face or that I'm giggling at the right moments or even like when Kathleen and I are together, like we have this really bad habit of one of us has serious face and the other one is laughing and we wish we could like crop different photos together to give us both the same look, but that's hard to do. Um, having someone off camera to sort of give you that direction. If your photographer is not going to do it for you, it's not their job. Some of them do it very naturally. Um, and that's a good thing if they do, but if not having someone there who can just sort of help you implement your, the styles that you want, um, someone who's looking at it, but who is not taking the photos because putting that on a photographer, um, who doesn't have the capacity to do both at the same time is, Sometimes asking too much. I also want to talk about photo shoot expectations. So let's say you have a one day shoot and you're shooting for six hours. You might think that you're going to get hundreds of photos, but generally I have found I get one to two photos per hour that are like showstoppers that are really, really great. And on the low side of that one an hour, so if you have a six hour shoot, you might get six really great photos that you love. And those will carry you a really long way. And you might get up to 12. And this just is the fact of it. It doesn't matter how talented your photographer is. There's just only so much that you can do in one day or one photo shoot, even if you have multiple outfits. So I would think about that as well whenever it comes to planning your photo shoot is how many photos you need, what you're going to be using them for, and planning accordingly. Yeah, this is not so much the same like if it's product photos, um, but if people are involved and people's faces and sunshine and birds flying by and all those things, you can absolutely expect to get probably significantly fewer photos than you than you imagine, which is also why it's really great to go at a photo shoot getting face shots and headshots and those sorts of things as well as like hands and plants or whatever sort of extra textures and things around so that you can have brand photography from your session that is not just your face you can have you can have more things to choose from than just that like weird face you made 18 times and then that one time you decide to look cute I've also really learned recently to speak up for yourself whenever it comes to your photos and different angles. Like if you know your angles and how you like yourself looking, um, that's important. And this might be for someone who's been on a few photo shoots, but even just recently we were shooting with a guy that we really like down in New Orleans. And I was like, you know what? I don't think that these shadows like in this light is working for us. So really getting specific about what I didn't think was working. Um, for some people who don't have an art direction background, it might be harder for them to communicate what they don't like about the photo. But I would just say keep an open line of communication going with your photographer. Every photographer I've worked with has been really great about showing me kind of what they're capturing as they're capturing it so I can tell them what I like and don't like about it. For sure. And then otherwise, just show up and do it and have fun and do the thing. Um, And I also want to like have fun and do the thing 
add a little asterisk to that because this is work. Like photo shoots can be some of the most draining, hard days for a creative who's building a brand, even though they look so glamorous and amazing, like they're the most tiring. So show up and have fun, but also know that it's not just about having fun. It's about getting some work done. Yeah, this is why I don't have family photos. <laughs> Ooh, because it feels right? like work. Do you have family photos? Emily? No. Do you I know. do that? Nope. I mean, I have so many friends who are so good about getting photos every season. I'm like, that sounds exhausting. Yeah. So I know how you all feel if you feel exhausted going into a photo shoot for your work, but it can be fun. It can be fun. And it has been fun for us, too. So do the thing. Get your photo taken. I would say, too, um, all the things that you've mentioned, so the actual cost of hiring the photographer and makeup artist and stylist and everything, it can kind of seem like a lot when you're listing it all out like that. But think about it as like you are going to be using these photos moving forward to help automate your business. Um, even just today, Emily dropped a bunch of photos in a folder for our assistant, Sharon, and said, hey, I just put all these photos in this folder. Use this as inspiration for social media posts moving forward. And that's like a super easy way to automate your business. Obviously, use it all over your website, it goes a long way. So think of it as a way to offload work from yourself too. Yeah, one good headshot will get so much use, so much use for everything that you do. Um, I think I think photo shoots are definitely worth it. I wish I had done probably some earlier in my business. I'm glad we've made it a standard in how we do business now. And we can do a photo shoot. I mean, the photos that we got two years ago in New Orleans, we're still using them. We're still getting use out of them and we'll continue to for as long as Kathleen's hair stays short <laughs> enough, though I kind of feel like it might be outgrowing them. But you know what? Okay, so this is actually something to consider. My hair is changing a lot, and that means that we have to retake photos at least once a year, and it's something that we budget for, and it's not just because of my hair. I've actually done a lot of thinking around this. Like, my hair is just like anyone else. Like, I don't know, maybe if you gain weight, do you necessarily need a photo shoot? If you lose weight, do you need a photo shoot? If you cut your hair, do you need a photo shoot? If you change your personal style, do you need a photo shoot? And I think that hair plays into that. I I used to be hesitant and shy about using old photos of like old hair. I do think it's important to stay current with your photos and to have a new headshot maybe once a year or once every other year if your look isn't wildly changing as much as mine is. So stay current, but also it's okay to change and use old photos. You're still you. You're still who you are. And don't let that stop you from like doing the thing. In a previous job I had, I was doing sort of website stuff and I was talking to somebody who wanted a new website, but she said, I'm not going to do it yet because I'm about to get braces and I want to wait until after my braces are done to get pictures and then I'll do my website. So she was going to wait like a whole She was going to wait because she was going to have braces. So if that's the case, if you do anticipate a change, just book a mini session with somebody. It doesn't have to be as expensive, but like you can Your business does not need to wait on headshots. Right. (laughs) Basically. Agreed. Agreed. With business online these days, photos play a huge part in that. And your face is what people are buying. Or not really. You're, they're not buying your face. But you in your business and your creative business is what people are buying. Um, and having a good photo of that face can go a long way. 
And here's where I want to speak a little bit just to insecurities. Like if you are waiting for those braces to come off or you are waiting to um, whatever it is about how you look, like your hair grow out. I remember I thought I wanted to wait until my hair grows out to shoot our book. Like that's ridiculous. So we just shoot whenever and we talk to our photographers about insecurities. So I'm, or at least I am, I'm talking to my photographer about what I like and don't like and not from like a self-loathing place, but just the like, hey, here's this thing that I'm kind of insecure about. Could you make sure to check for that while you're shooting? Like that, for example, Emily and I, we do not look good whenever we're speaking candidly in a photo. Like right? our faces are doing weird things and we know this and it's not in a negative place. It's just in an honest place. So we're honest with our photographer and every photographer. I mean, I've even had naked photos taken by a friend and I'm like, hey, could you not get that one thing right there? So it's always fine. They're always willing to work with whatever you've got and they're willing to work around your insecurities too. This minisode was brought to you by 2020. Check them out at 2020.com slash being boss. That's T-W-E-N-T-Y 20 as in the number dot com slash being boss. Did you like this minisode? Be sure to check us out on our website at beingboss.club. There you can find more from Being Boss, including our full episodes, minisodes, and blog posts. And while you're there, be sure to sign up for our mailing list so that you can get access to behind the scenes and exclusive content from Kathleen and myself to help you be more boss in your work and life. Do the work. Be boss.